Hi, happy iOS 12 week. Uh, everyone has been rushing to get their software updates out in time for iOS 12's launch, which was yesterday. Um, it's today is Wednesday, but it was yesterday, Tuesday in Australia, because time zones are a thing. Um, I don't actually have a new version of Atlas or Live Memories out yet. I'm working on Atlas. It both work perfectly fine. Um, in iOS 12 and have for a long time. So I don't need to add uh, any stability updates <clears throat> there, but it would be nice to have some uh, updates for new features and whatnot since this is, you know, it's, it's iPhone season. People have new iPhones, people want new things. So I really want to add in uh, support for when people do get their new colorful phones with the 10R um, next month, which... I'm hoping what what I want to do is check, you know, is someone running, is someone on a 10R and then offer them up custom themes or styles just for them. So like if you have the yellow 10R, you get a cool new yellow theme. Now there's not really any good way to tell what color a phone is. So I think I can only offer up, you know, special ones, but that means I need to build a mechanism for special, um, special styles, which is probably good considering we're coming up to, the holiday season with Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving in the US and New Year's and all that kind of stuff. It could be fun to have special styles that only appear on a day or only appear for a device type or only appear in a place. Um, And so I'd really like to build that functionality out, but I haven't done that yet. Um, Recently, I've just been focusing on a new search UI in Atlas. The old one um, was great it's a, it's just a card that you used to pull up and it was, it was great for the first version, but it's sort of falling apart as I add more functionality to the app and it doesn't work great with really big screen sizes, uh, namely like the, the iPads and the really big iPads. So I've rewritten the whole thing to have less gestures, um, but to have all the screen, all the information on screen at the, all at the same time, which is the number one complaint customers have had. Um, I have also added some features just from what people have asked for. Now, the number one thing that I've tried to add and have been slowly building over the last couple of months is um, theme or or style, as they're calling the app, style sharing functionality. But it's proving to be more difficult than I thought it was, and so it's actually not going to ship in this version. I've I've, uh, feature flagged it out, but hopefully we'll ship in um, in a future version very soon because I think it's a a very compelling um, feature along with revamping the custom styles screen um, and and revamping the whole way that that styles and sharing of styles and creating of styles actually works. Um, The biggest thing that I added uh, as a feature for customers beyond the new UI, which to them probably won't even feel that different, hopefully, Um, is you can now export or or save wallpapers, not just for the device you're on right now, be it the phone or or pad, um, but also for watch and desktop. And these are premium features. Um, So if you have a premium membership, you can actually uh, export for watch or desktop sizes. Now, the desktop one is proving to be a bit of a problem. Um, Phones run out of memory when I try to export at uh, like a reasonable desktop size for 2018, like a 4K size. And so it's it's exporting at, at sort of the 13-inch the MacBook Pro resolution, which isn't great for everyone. Um, 
when I have more time, I think I'll come back and, and try and build a tiling system. So it exports a bunch of tiles and then stitches them together, which should hopefully get around these memory constraints. Um, also, maybe bumping it up for the new devices uh, if they have more memory. But today, it's the same for all devices. And I am testing this on a 10. So, I mean, really, that should have enough RAM. But um, it, it balloons out and eventually crashes if trying to export at like 4 or 5K resolution for these maps. So that's kind of it for Atlas updates. Uh, I've spent this afternoon actually just taking new screenshots to post on the App Store. One of the interesting things is because Atlas is translated into um, four or five different languages, um, I really, really didn't want to add any new text labels to anything um, because I didn't want to have to get that translated. So designing the UI in such a way that I feel like it should work without needing any text labels has been has been quite interesting, and and I've actually removed a lot of the text from the app um, now that it's no longer needed uh, because wallpapers now save directly into your photo library um, rather than showing the share sheet, um, and it still only has read-only access to your photo library. Uh, sorry, write-only access to your photo library, and you can never read your photo library um, thanks to the new permissions. Not that they're well advertised in iOS. New as in like two years ago. Um, other things that I've been thinking about now is also the future of Live Memories. If you don't know, Live Memories is an app I released uh, in December of 2017 that allows you to stitch together multiple live photos into a video um, and export it in a couple of different uh, aspect ratios, you know, tall one for stories, a wide one for like YouTube, a square one for like Facebook or, or Instagram. Um, and it did reasonably well but I haven't really touched it in a while. It's got a bunch of feature requests out there from people. Um, and I would like to get back to touching it. Honestly, I just got so burnt out on it that I really didn't want to touch it again for a long time. But I'm kind of feeling like it's time to come back. Um, and so I was doing some reading it, and there's this another app called SnapThread that everyone seems to love. And it has a lot of the features that um, a lot of people have asked of live memories are in SnapThread. Um, so I tried it out, but the live memories like actual algorithms around rotating and, and scaling and, and squaring and cropping um, the video files. And then more importantly, making sure the overlapping photos because a live photo can be up to three seconds long. And so if you take multiple one second apart, they're going to have overlapping video content. Making sure that overlapping video content worked was a really big part um, of live memories. And I'm thinking maybe I really need to double down on that component. That should be the important selling point of live memories for the future. And less of the flashy adding music, adding text that other apps out there like this SnapThread ad that people really like um, already have. And so I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to add in some of the basic functionality, the, the sorting and filtering, which a lot of people ask for, which is useful considering you know I have 25,000 photos in my library. It can get a bit hard to find something even from a month ago. Um, so some of that sort of functionality, but also just doubling down on making sure that the, the actual photo export is the key component and keeping it simple. Um, and I think that that's more useful use of my time. I think that's more useful to me as well. Um, Live Memories was always just an app that I wanted. Um, I didn't really care if anyone else did. And so I think I'm going to keep working on it in that way, just making sure that it, it fits what I really want. Um, I haven't done any other much web work. Um, 
recently. Uh, uh, Wall of Apps, which was the last episode, has had a few things added to it recently. You can export and import your uh, apps list, which is useful for if you make a list on one computer and you want to transfer it elsewhere. Um, I do want to add some sharing capabilities there, but for now I think the ability to just export the JSON and send it to someone else and let them import it should solve pretty much all of those issues. Um, Full screening and some things like that make more sense in in it now with some buttons. Uh, It has an actual UI for the edit screen now, which is kind of nice. I fixed a bug where originally it was just pulling from the US App Store, which doesn't work for apps that are only localized to certain areas, um, like some you know German weather app that's never going to be available in the US App Store. So now it actually checks uh, the localized app stores depending on the URL you paste in. Um, I do still want to add search functionality there, but I feel like it's pretty polished for now and it's a pretty geeky thing, and I think the sort of people who are going to use it can probably get away with pasting in URLs to uh, apps they don't really need um, search functionality and more usable features like that so i'm going to upload these screenshots for atlas now Uh, i'm going to publish push it to app review and hopefully be on the store soon Um, and then i will go back to trying to think about how to get these style sharing to really work well Um, Considering it uses CloudKit and trying to get CloudKit on the web to work and, and have that be an elegant experience, I think is really important. And also if I can get this um, dynamic, you know, special edition styles system to work. But for now, that's uh, the latest update. Um, hopefully Atlas will be out soon. So go get the new update. And if you're not a premium uh, Explorer, as as it's called. If you're not a Atlas Premium Explorer, uh, why don't you go buy it? It's it's pretty cheap. It's like two dollars or something, and uh, now you can export maps for your desktop uh, and for your brand new watches. It supports the new watch sizes as well. It's pretty cool. Thanks. Uh, please like and and fave and upvote and uh, share if if you like this. Do all of the things. Please rate it on iTunes. Um, thanks. I'll see you soon.